Hey everyone, welcome to the Double Click Podcast. Today we're talking about encouragement. Don't stop the podcast. Don't stop it. I know there are people out there like me that when you hear that word encouragement, it, it just doesn't feel really nice. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Like, can I be full transparency? Full transparency about our topic today. Go for it. Okay. So, 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 Justin and me were texting back and forth. We had some ideas, and this one came across a few weeks ago. And he says, "What if we talked about encouragement?" And my immediate thought when he said that was, uh, Bleh. and I was excited about it. And you were excited about <laughs> it. It was good. So here's here's what I, here's what where my head went. I immediately went to you know we're doing the double click podcast. We want to dive deeper and grow closer to God. So the question then became why? Why when I heard that word did it seem so volatile? So this is mm. going to be kind of a deep dive into uh, Matt's uh, psychological dysfunction. So maybe. buckle up, everybody. Buckle <laughs> up, everybody, yeah. But uh, today we are talking about the word encouragement. I'm actually excited as we've talked through this because yeah. um, we've kind of uh, written a uh, – uh, I, I don't know how to verbalize this. We've written kind of a litmus test because by the end of this podcast, we want you to know – what your encouragement style is. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your style? What way are you encouraged? How do you like to receive encouragement? And where does it come from? So we've mm-hmm. kind of made up this uh, this little 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 uh, naming system so that by the end of this, hopefully you'll know what your encouragement style is. And we love feedback on this because this is literally just something me and Justin uh, whiteboarded out uh, earlier today. And so we're kind of honing this in as well. It's not perfect. We're going to dive in. So... We're going to start with the definition of encouragement. Justin, you got that for us. Uh, yeah. So an online search that I just did uh, defined it as the action of giving someone support, confidence, or hope. Giving someone support, confidence, or and hope. And I remember the reason as we were talking about through this, where do we get this? One of the questions we came up that came up that, that Justin was posing is, why are we created in such a way where we need encouragement? Yeah. And in my mind, I immediately want to go, well, I don't need that because yeah. I'm a prideful person. But the reality is we do all need encouragement. Yeah, the Bible says in Thessalonians 5.11, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. Hebrews 10.23-25, uh, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as, the, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So the Bible tells us that uh, we're kind of made for that, to get encouragement, but also to give encouragement. Absolutely. And that's one of those areas where like, I've had to release on the prideful side, um, just because I don't like that word. And we'll get into that in a minute, because I started really to think through why does that word encouragement kind of rub me the wrong way? And I think it's because most of the time when I've encountered that word, it has always been translated to a very particular encouragement style Yeah, that's not mine. Yeah. Or it's, yeah, or like a, a the greeting card syndrome, right? Where it's yes. just kind of, hey, this is for everybody. Let's smile and be happy. Yes. Um, whereas Com- for, for me, you know, encouragement, we talked about this, Matt. Um, there's good things that come out of, of true encouragement is that, uh, it builds positive momentum, like you yes, mentioned that we were talking absolutely. about. And one of the things that I love is it is a form of feedback, but more important than that, it helps to uh, affirm our direction or provides guidance for us. It lets us know, hey, we're doing a good job or we're going in the right direction. People are on board with this. So it gives for me, it gives me clarity to yes. know that I'm headed in the right yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and what you just said right there, 
it's a form of feedback. Maybe if you're coming at this kind of like me or you've encountered that world where um, you feel like when you're saying, hey, let's encourage each other. And this is one of the things I had to realize. And, and one of the things me and you both agreed, like, that's a negative aspect of the way the world approaches encouragement is when it's fake. Mm-hmm. When it's just like, like, like there's been times where I know I've completely dropped the ball or not done something really well. And somebody comes up to me and goes, no, it was wonderful. And I'm like, no right. one. Right. You know, and it just feels right. toxic at that right. moment because then not only did you fail, but now you failed so hard that people are so blown, blown away. <laughs> right. They got to take care well, of you. Well, and the consequence of that for me is that the next time you encourage me, it's not going to mean anything. Or it's, I'm going to be wondering in my own mind, was that was that true encouragement or you just blowing smoke again? Because right. you, you've broken that trust with me now to go, I know that was bad. You know that was bad. There's a different way to encourage me other than going, hey, great job. Because we both know it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, and and that's where um, like me and my wife are very opposite on this. And when we get into these these types or these encouragement styles here in a second, we'll dive in deeper with that. But I think one principle we have to take away very quickly is that encouragement has to be real. Mm-hmm. It has to be true. One kind of side note I'll put to that that is as we dive into these styles, there's a lot of times I've had to learn to translate that mm. even though somebody might be speaking the wrong encouragement style to me, like it doesn't mean anything to me, I have to acknowledge they're making the effort. Right. And that that is, is a very genuine thing they're doing. Right. Even though it might not register with me. And I've got to retrain my brain in some ways right. to be able to understand, okay, if somebody comes up to me and they're delivering it in this way and they're saying this and it, and it feels like, you know, the greeting card type mm-hmm. or the, the Hallmark card type deal. Mm-hmm. I have to realize, no, this is how they communicate encouragement. Yeah. And I need to receive this with, with some positive aspect, yeah. you know, not just roll my eyes and walk away like, like, and, and, and be unhealthy about it. You know? Right. Yeah. And I think too, you know, we, we shared some scripture and I think, I think there's even kind of obviously a spiritual side or a, we're, we're created to need encouragement and to want encouragement. I think we're also created to, to give encouragement. Um, cause we, like we were talking, it lets us know that we're a part of something bigger than ourselves, yeah. that we're a part of the whole. So, you know, I really truly believe that God wires us to give and receive that healthy encouragement. Um, and we'll, and we'll talk about some, some of the unhealthy stuff later, I believe. But, um, I do, I do think that there is a there's a creator creation thing. He put that in us yeah. to, to like the scripture says, to spur one another on and to, and to uh, encourage each other. And that's interesting. Cause as you were just saying that to know that we're a part of the whole, I think we can look back at the last year and say one of the things that's absolutely void right now, both in the church culture and in our world is there's not a lot of encouragement, mm. positive speaking to each other that's going around. Uh huh. And because we've been in a situation where if you you hear this word a lot and it's almost spoken as a, and it's just acceptable, you're in isolation. Hmm. And like you said, if his encouragement's a part of the whole, it lets you know, yes, hey, we're with you. We're walking through this. You're, you're on board with this. You're part of the family. You're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. That's huge. That's a big thing right now. And one thing we do also want to touch on is... Um, and we'll touch on this briefly. This might be another podcast we get into. What happens when you have an unhealthy amount or desire an unhealthy amount of encouragement? Here's what mm. I mean by that. What happens when there is an absence of encouragement like we just talked about? Mm. Or what happens when there's a excess of encouragement that you desire? Mm. Like when you're, you're living your life based on, 
I just want people to tell me positive things about myself. Yeah. And both of those cross lines, as we just spoke on, really when you're looking at that absence of encouragement, what you're getting and what you're driving someone's toward, what you're experiencing is a form of loneliness. Yeah, absolutely. And a form of somewhat rejection yeah. to where nobody's paying attention, nobody's looking, nobody's encouraging you. And so some of that, if you're in that situation personally, one might be that you're not giving encouragement. Mm-hmm. Another one might be that you're not engaging. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be around people to be a part of what's going on. On the other end of the spectrum, and this is one we dove into right before we were talking, as I kind of realized within myself, is when you're seeking encouragement. Yeah. And really where you cross that line is when you find yourself mentally doing things and playing things out in your mind where you're chasing praise, mm-hmm. borderline chasing worship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the places I realized in my, my life that that had become uh, messed up in the past that I'm still kind of dealing with is when I look at my hobbies. Mm-hmm. And so one example I had is like when I was in high school, college, I learned to play guitar because I wanted to be cool, mm-hmm. Right. And so now, even when I go through a season where I'm like getting ready to pick up guitar, it's hard for me to pick it up and go, you know what, I'm going to learn this and I'm going to play this for my enjoyment because my mind is so trained to, oh, wait, if, if I can play this, Justin will think I'm cool. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, I can't wait to show Justin that I can dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And that's unhealthy as well yeah. because at that point you're chasing yeah. essentially your own glory. Yeah, I know, I know for me, I have been there uh, many times and I think that is a constant and even I would say even daily struggle and battle uh, for me to make sure that I'm not I'm not doing that and and for me what that boils down to is an identity issue and um, you know like in John it says he must increase and I must decrease I think it's one of those things that uh, encouragement is great we're supposed to do it but you said the word chase I think if that's what we're chasing if that's what we're after um, that becomes an idol that's that's something that we're putting before the Lord that's what our mind craves that's what our heart craves um, and so that praise or that encouragement is is unhealthy at that point. And I think we need to know who we are and whose we are, um, and that as believers, God should always be getting the glory for what we do. We shouldn't be getting the glory. We shouldn't be, um, when someone gives you a compliment, you know, I think it's appropriate for you to go, hey, thank you. That's super encouraging. Right. I really appreciate that. We don't have to go, oh, no, don't say that, you know, and be kind of falsely humble uh, about it. But um, I think you can kind of take that encouragement and then point and give the glory to God. Um, but it is, it can be a struggle to go, oh man, that, thank you for that encouraging word. Can I have another? Can you give me some more? And when you don't, and if you need that and you don't get it, now you're deflated. Now, now you feel like I don't have any worth. I don't have any value. And now you've stepped over that identity line where it's your worth and value are in what others are saying about you, not what God's saying about you. Yeah. And so like so much, so much of the things we talk about as we're diving deeper into ourselves to, to, to heighten and go go closer to God in our relationship with Him, it comes back down to that identity being found in Him. Yeah. And that's got to be in a healthy place. And when it's not, the encouragement overdose is one of those warning signs. Like when you start to seek mm. your affirmation, and maybe that's something we can say right now, is if you find yourself and you're sitting here running through your head going, man, how much stuff am I doing each day? You know, and we see this a lot, obviously, social media. Like people who are doing things purely to get that like button clicked Mm -hmm. or purely to get those comments on social media. And so you have people that kind of fake it, (laughs) you know, or let me just, let me just post the positive things um, because then people are going to affirm me. And so that's, that's a big, I think awareness for us when we find ourselves praise seeking that we need to reaffirm our identity in Christ. Yeah. And that's a, man, I didn't even think about this, but social media, 
all that that like button, that thumbs up, or that heart, all that is is quote unquote encouragement, right? It's a right. It's yeah. a hey, I'm I'm praising you, or hey, I see what you're doing, and we're moving forward. And man, talk about some unhealthy levels of of praise seeking or just doing um, stuff or or trying to get value and do things just so people recognize it, see it, and like it. I mean, that's yeah, and, that, and that's funny because I think like that is a place where once again encouragement can be positive or negative mm-hmm. depending on why you're handing because i mean like once again it's the like for like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. hey let's trade let's trade yeah. false encouragement right yeah. type deal but it can be positive there are aspects where like with and it all goes back to that relational aspect if it's the person you haven't talked to in 10 years giving it to you it mm. almost has less value mm-hmm. if it's the person that you spend time with daily then all of a sudden it carries a lot of weight yeah um, and it's really funny because I've used that kind of as a weapon. Mm. Like like a lot of times on somebody's birthday, and they'll be like, oh, so-and-so text me happy birthday. And I'll know they haven't seen them in like three years. I'll be like, yeah, they saw it on Facebook. It means nothing. <laughs> wow. And I remember, yeah, no, that's the dark. Yeah, yeah. mad on a bad day. Yeah. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. You know, but I, I remember uh, my wife's birthday. It, was, it just happened, and there was a message late in the day that somebody had texted her. And I was just, just, just being goofy. And I was like, yeah, she saw it on Facebook. And my wife looks at me and goes, well, why does that matter? And I was like, okay, I don't understand this. But that leads us into maybe we can have a little understanding. If we look at your, what is your encouragement style? Yeah. And so we've broken this down into three different styles. Now, just like any type of analysis of personality or psychology or anything like that, these aren't going to be perfect. Yeah. But we just wanted to take a step. Really, this is for me. This is training wheels for Matt learning how to how to understand encouragement. So we've got three different types, and we tried to verbalize them um, in a way that kind of helps us understand it. So we verbalized them in three different ways. There's a cheerleader, there's a player, and there's a fan. Yep. And so those are our three types. And at the end of this, like, we just want you to go, okay, which one am I? Because mm-hmm. that will tell me how I receive encouragement and how I instinctively give encouragement. Mm-hmm. And then the other goal is this. For us to be able to see in the people around us the way they receive encouragement. It's kind of like the love languages test, mm-hmm. which kind of plays into this. It's how you feel loved. And we want to know within us, how do we want to receive encouragement? And then how do we instinctively give it? Because where I find myself being selfish is when I have the expectation that someone else, when we're talking in the encouragement realm, is going to be encouraged the same way I am. Yeah, And I find that for me, and it sounds like for you too, Matt, the way I would like to receive encouragement is the way that I give encouragement. And yeah. and like you were saying, that's not always the case. We have to be sensitive to those around us to go, oh man, Matt receives encouragement this way. Even though I, I receive it this way, I need to make some adjustments if I'm going to encourage my brother or it's not going to be received at all. Yes, absolutely. And that's just you bearing each other's burdens and helping each other grow. So we're going to dive into these. And basically, we've labeled these cheerleader, player, fan. We've already said that. But underneath that, we labeled three different attributes. So there is a time, a type, and a source. And here's what we mean by that. For those encouragement styles, there's a certain time where people are more needing of encouragement, more accepting of encouragement, where it carries more weight. There is a type, meaning like how you communicate it, how it comes off. And then there's a source, which means who's it coming from. So as we look at these three, we're going to start with the cheerleader, okay? And we put that as the cheerleader because when you think about a cheerleader at a sporting event, they want that joy all the time. Mm -hmm. 
Like, they just seem no matter what's going on, they want that joyfulness. And so, for as far as the time when they want encouragement, it's always. Right. They always want that constant form of positive reinforcement. And when you look at the type, what they want to hear is they want to hear very, very positive statements. Yeah. They want to hear uplifting, yeah. bright, yeah. sunshine Intense, type yeah. Intense, just yeah. like... You know, it can be, and and I've watched people who I would label as cheerleader types, which are crazy valuable, crazy valuable, because you need those people that no matter what are going to bring a ray of sunshine. You have to have those people around. So don't hear us saying this as like a dependency type deal. Right. Understand there's a little bit of a superpower in the encouragement world if your type is cheerleader, Mm -hmm. because you're going to walk into a room and no matter what, you're going to bring joy, which our world needs right now. Yeah. I mean, especially today, it's like raining. Yeah, you know, cold and rainy, cold and rainy. We need a and, right, we need somebody to come in here and like brighten up our day. And then the source, they want everybody involved. That's right. They want people they're close to. They want the random person at the grocery store. They want everybody involved in this joyful world. And so maybe that's you. And that's a very good analysis. Like your understanding of encouragement is positive interactions with everybody around you. Mm-hmm. And so that also means that everybody around you can affect your kind of encouragement scale affect the way you feel. But that's the cheerleader, so that's one type. We move on to the next one, and this is the one I identify with. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's the player. Okay, because the way I think about this, when I was trying to sit here and think through, okay, because in, I've existed in a world where I've been told to be a cheerleader, but I don't think that's my encouragement style because when I look at it, I go to the player. Mm-hmm. And the way I think about that is, Let's think about, you know, a, a basketball player, and I use that because I played basketball a lot growing up, that misses a layup. Well, in that moment, I don't want to be like, oh, your hair looks so good today. Okay, that, that's not going to uplift me at that moment. What I want is somebody to walk up to me, and I want them to spur me on. And so the way I say this is the timing for a player is during a time of struggle or momentum, meaning – you are moving forward. And as we begin to talk about this, like it's with the end in mind. It's with the how do we get the win. And so I, with a player, it kind of goes like if they're moving forward, their encouragement is going to become futurative, and it's also going to become in the form of a challenge. Mm. It's going to be a rise above. Like, hey, you got this. Hey, nope, let's go. Nope, you can do this. Like right. it's going to be one of those spurring forwards for a player and really the source that it's going to come from is going to be from a teammate or a coach or somebody you're really close to. Mm -hmm. It doesn't carry as much weight when a random person walks up and just drops positivity. It still matters. It still needs to happen. But understanding that when it's a player, it's a moving forward, a challenge to a teammate. And I can actually give an example of this. One of the most encouraging things my wife ever said to me, Mm. I was about five years into ministry, really tough season, um, came home, really bummed out, just like throwing a pity party. And my wife, who is by all means a cheerleader, for whatever reason, she was just like like fi- like like fixing herself a cup of coffee. She looked over at me and she goes, well, honey, do you think it was going to be easy? Mm. And in my head, I, the tiger, starts playing. <laughs> like she had no idea. She was like, well, do you think it's going to be easy? Mm. And it was like, okay, all right. And it was that form of challenging yeah. encouragement. And I remember like that changed my mindset from wallowing in self-pity to let's go. You just going to lay there? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and so that's what we mean when we talk about that encouragement style in the form of a player. And the next one is fan. And a fan goes like this. A fan is somebody who is paying close attention. That's right. To the game. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so their encouragement time really has to do with highs and lows. Mm-hmm. 
It's both the highs of the game and the lows of the game. Also, they want their encouragement, their statements, to be positive, specific, and real. Mm-hmm. They don't just want general statements. Mm-hmm. They don't want to just have the challenge, no, you've got this. Mm-hmm. They want something that speaks to the heart. Right. So they know all the stats. They know the players. They know who gets the ball to shoot. They know this stuff. They know the plays. They know the coach. They know what's going on. So they want it to be specific and real. And they want the source to come from and target from individuals. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about a fan standing up there cheering for their favorite player, mm-hmm. That's what we talk about when we talk about that fan style of encouragement. And Justin, I think you identified as that one. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's the one out of these three that I feel like um, just being a highly relational person and and individualized person. Like I I want to know whether I'm giving or receiving feedback. That if it's if you're giving me uh, encouragement, if you're giving me encouragement, that you see something specific and that it's genuine. That it's not just like we talked about a greeting card, blanket, generic. Um, praise or encouragement, if you will. It's a, hey, I see the struggle. Let's go. Or I see what you've done. Great. I'm going to encourage you there. Um, it's it's real and it's relational. Yeah. And so if we're going to summarize these three, and here's what I encourage you to do. We don't want to make this podcast, even though I feel like we could. We could go like 15 more minutes yeah. on this. Um, we don't want to like make this too long. Our goal is to keep it around 20 minutes or so, and we're kind of closing on time. So if you need to go back and re-listen to those three types, uh, what we want you to do is, one, understand what your type is like mentally just kind of understand what your type is and then the other aspect of that is think about the people that you're around and identify their type and if we just want to give you a quick one-liner about those three a cheerleader enjoys joy Mm. all the time a player wants to be spurred on and a fan wants to be specific and personal they want to be able to talk to talk about what's going on and it be direct specific and personal and real Okay, they don't want a false victory. They want a real victory. That's right. Right? And so when you think about those, we want to encourage you to be really encouraging. I see what you did in there. a real way. That's, see, that's that, was, good. that was deep, right? Yeah. And and let us know, man, we for those of you that have reached out to us via email uh, to encourage us, thank you for doing that. And and let us know, email us and let us know which of these three types you are or maybe there's another type that we didn't get to that we need to know about. We would love to hear Maybe you're a combination of them, or there's something out in the left field that it's like, hey, I'm this. Uh, Matt at richfork.com or Justin at richfork.com, yes. and let us know uh, what you guys, how, how you like to be encouraged. Absolutely. And also, if you have a topic you want us to double click on and dive through or hear uh, just Matt and Justin confess our sinfulness, which seems to be a, <laughs> yeah. a common, yeah. common thing, just you can write to us at that same email. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>